0: Welcome to Mary's Cup of Tea, the self-love podcast for women. I'm your host, Mary Jolkovsky, an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that will inspire you to love yourself. Hello, self-lover. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, I want to make sure you know about my two books on self-love. If you're struggling with body image or self-acceptance, then I highly recommend you check out my first book, The Gift of Self-Love. It's a comprehensive workbook to help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to love who you are. Thousands of people have this book and the five-star reviews are so amazing. They give me so much life. So I hope that this is something that can help you too. You can get it wherever books are sold by searching for The Gift of Self-Love or go to my website, maryscupoftea.com slash book. After releasing The Gift of Self-Love and reading all your positive feedback, I realized that we really needed something to keep us going every single day. So not a deep dive workbook, but maybe like a micro dose of self-love in your daily life, which is why I wrote 100 Days of Self-Love. It's a guided journal with, you guessed it, 100 prompts that cover so many areas of life, including body, identity, purpose, emotions, mindset, relationships, and more. So you can really think of it as a metaphorical multivitamin, something to keep you going, or as I like to say, growing on your self-love journey. You can get this journal wherever books are sold as well by searching for 100 Days of Self-Love or go to maryscupoftea.com slash journal. It's my mission to share all the self-love tea with you, so I hope that both my books and this podcast can do just that. If you've been feeling like a failure lately, then listen up because we're gonna snap out of it together right here right now. I have personally been struggling with feeling like I'm failing at life. Not that dramatically, but I feel like the undertone of this year has been just having like a little bit of like, "Mm, I'm just not exactly where I want to be. I'm not meeting my own expectations. Things just aren't, thriving I guess like physically I feel really good super grateful for that but externally with the things that I want to accomplish I sometimes feel like I'm letting myself down and that thought of I feel like a failure comes up quite a bit the reason why I'm calling this a thought is because I want to make clear from the get-go that by the way did you know that it's get-go Like when you say from the get-go, it's actually G-E-T dash go. It's not gecko. I've been saying gecko this whole time, like a lizard. I'm probably going to just keep saying it. Anyway, from the gecko, from the lizard, I want to establish that failure is not a feeling. When you say, I feel like a failure, like a failure isn't a feeling, right? And in an older episode, I think it's episode number 85. It's an oldie but goodie if you want to listen to it. It's called The Difference Between Thoughts Versus Feelings Versus Emotions. And I talked about how the biggest differentiator between a feeling and a thought is if you use the word like. So when you say, I feel like a failure, that's not actually a feeling, it's a thought. It's something that you are telling yourself. The reason why you're phrasing it in this way is because you know deep down inside that you are not a failure. So you say, I feel like a failure because you know that that is not the full story, that that may not be the full truth. It's a little bit different when you say, I am a failure. That means you're really attaching it to your identity and you're really, really internalizing it in a way that might take a little bit more deliberate unpacking with a mental health professional because saying, I am a failure, that shit's deep. In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about this, like, I feel like a failure. I'm just not like living up to what I thought I wanted. I'm letting people down, like that kind of thing. So I want us to shift from seeing failure as this big bad thing that can very quickly get internalized into a state of being and like Really, really debilitating self talk to actually seeing the beauty of failure. And even if it's just not all the way the beauty, it's kind of like with body image, right? We don't have to think that we're the most beautiful creatures on this planet in order to have some sense of peace, contentment, and neutrality with our bodies. I think it's the same way with failure. Even if you're not like 100% in love with your life path right now, then maybe you could just see a little bit of light in it. And Something a little bit different to spice things up. So often we have this thought, I feel like a failure, when we get rejected by someone else or when we don't meet our own expectations. I think the getting rejected by someone else is pretty obvious. It's like being broken up with, getting fired from a job, somebody not matching back with you on a dating app, a look of disapproval from your mom, or a condescending comment from a uh, quote, friend. I think friends shouldn't give each other condescending comments, but that's a different topic for another time. And when you don't meet your own expectations, then you have like a more internal battle with failure, that's when you're really blaming yourself for not just the cause, but also the effect. And you're really absorbing all of that blame and shame. So if you don't meet your own expectations, like if a relationship ended and you feel like a failure because you're forgetting that it takes two to tango or you're looking at the goals you set out for the new year and realizing that you barely scraped the surface of achieving them or gaining weight is a big one, right? because it doesn't meet your expectation of, quote, the ideal body. On the flip side, you know, also having a relapse and recovery, for example, and question your self-love journey, feeling like you're not doing enough to like heal perfectly. I also know moms will often say like I feel like a failure because it's really common to blame yourself if or when your kid isn't eating or sleeping or behaving perfectly or struggling with something. It's so easy to internalize all of that responsibility. Here's the catch. Remember how I said that failure can come from being rejected by someone else or when we don't meet our own expectations? All failures actually relate to not meeting your own expectations. We're going to touch more on that later, but I'm going to plant the seed now because I think you can get where we're getting at. On a personal note, this year for me, like I mentioned earlier, has like undertones of feeling like a failure. I feel like I haven't been writing much this year or planning retreats like I used to. And I've had a regression in certain familial relationships that I put a lot of energy into trying to heal and it's like not working the way I wanted. My income has significantly decreased, causing me to feel like I'm like bailing out my job and being a business owner. And same with my follower count. Obviously, there have always been complicated feelings about social media, but every time like I don't post or I feel like I'm not posting as much inspiration or education on social media, it makes me feel like I'm failing those who follow me. You know that I'm not a huge fan of most supplements because of their misleading labels, questionable ingredients, and false promises. But then there's ritual made for skeptical people like us that care about our health in a non-diet cultury kind of way. I researched a ton of vitamins and thankfully landed on Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. Let me tell you, taking this vitamin is an experience. Firstly, it has a minty essence that makes taking your multis actually enjoyable, and the bottle is transparent, as are the capsules, which have nine key nutrients in two relatively small capsules per day. I was also impressed with their third-party certifications, rigorous testing, and even a peer-reviewed clinical study on the exact multivitamin I'm taking. So if you're a science geek like me, you can read that study on their website. And thanks to their commitment to traceable ingredients, you can trust what you're putting in your body. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 20% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash mary20 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 plus to your subscription today. And talk about looking back at your 2023 goals or like my New Year's intentions. I was really hoping for a more successful book launch, my second book, The Self-Love Journal, and I've barely made a dent in my Spanish language learning. That Duolingo app is harassing me like no other. Actually, it's pretty much stopped harassing me because it knows that I just ignore it. I don't have the capacity. And this podcast is growing, which I'm so, so grateful for, but not as quickly as I want it to. And I struggle with like comparing myself to other podcasters who have experienced giant growth because their clips are going viral on TikTok and all of that. Even today, I really wanted to like curl my hair and record this podcast on video, throw those clips up on social media. But now it's literally 2.25 p.m. and I only have an hour left to get this podcast done before my husband comes home. And then I don't have the quiet space anymore. And I'm like, oh, I'm just not meeting my own expectations. Sometimes I feel like I'm letting myself down. And even though I luckily have not gotten to the point where I'm like, I am a failure. I definitely subtly feel like a failure when I don't live up to what I feel like is my own potential. And I don't want to hit you with cliches, like there's no such thing as failure, only ways that didn't work, or you only fail when you stop trying, even though a lot of these cliches are true. But what I would like to do instead is coach you or coach us (laughs) into three questions that'll actually help you shift the way you see failure to hopefully see some neutrality or maybe even beauty in it. So first question is, did you fail or did you just not meet your own expectation? This is where we're circling back to what I said earlier. Nearly all, quote, feelings or thoughts, I suppose more accurately, Nearly all thoughts of "I feel like a failure relate back to not meeting your own expectation, even if another person is involved, like say you went through a breakup and you're like, "I feel like I failed this relationship it's still a matter of feeling like you didn't live up to what a relationship in your mind needs to look like, which is it has to be long term, it has to lead to marriage, it has to end amicably and et cetera, et cetera, whatever that story is for you. So if a breakup happens, it's also not meeting your own expectations of what a relationship should be, which is never ending, even though we all know that it's perfectly natural and normal for relationships to end. Let's go back to that first question of did you fail? Did you actually fail, or did you just not meet your own expectation? For those of us who have a high internal locus of control, this is like psych speak for feeling like you're empowered in your life, feeling like you can make your own choices, feeling, you know, pretty confident in them. If you also identify as being like pretty type A and like self-motivated, often trying to like overachieve, constantly wanting to improve yourself, all these good things, then feeling like you've let yourself down is just as unsettling as dealing with the disapproval of others because your own opinion matters to you a lot too. But you have to realize that setting a super high bar for yourself and then never feeling like you're doing enough, constantly expecting yourself to operate like a perfectly productive cyborg, that's not doing you any favors. Maybe you need to adjust your own expectations or see that failure, not being able to keep up with everything and do it all perfectly the way that you want to, maybe that's also a sign to slow down. The example that's like the most present and real for me right now in this moment Is this idea of like recording the podcast on video and having it perfectly edited for social media and feeling like a failure because I didn't do that today and my hair is in a messy bun and I'm just recording this on audio so there will not be any social media clips like I intended? Maybe that's a sign for me to not put so much pressure on myself to show up on video because I initially started this podcast. To not be on video. Maybe I can't keep up because it's just not aligned with the season of life that I'm in right now. Maybe instead of forcing it and trying to resist this idea of like letting yourself down or letting somebody else down, feeling like a failure, maybe I need to readjust my own expectations and be like, a podcast is a podcast. I don't need to record every single episode, and that is perfectly okay. I didn't fail. I'm putting my heart and soul into this episode, and I can be proud of that. What is that thing for you? Did you fail or did you just not meet your own expectation? The second mind shift I want to talk about is how failure isn't a one-sided and all be all result that you need to blame yourself for. Instead of calling it failure, could it be That the dynamic is just changing. This idea of the dynamic changing came from one of my good friends, Sarah Simpson. Thank you so much, Sarah, for this gold nugget. By the way, Sarah was on the show on episode 143. We actually recorded that podcast episode in person when she was staying with me. And it's a whole episode about food freedom and body image, specifically around the holidays, which are fast approaching. But there's just like lots of food freedom gold. And Sarah shares a lot of food freedom and body image gold on her Instagram and TikTok. Anyway, love you, Sarah. Thank you so much. I love this idea of the dynamic is changing. So if your relationship ended, it's not that you failed your relationship. It's that your dynamic with that person changed. If you maybe got fired or didn't get a promotion or you're not making as much money right now, maybe your dynamic with work is just changing. Maybe there's something you're not seeing here completely and you're putting all that one-sided blame and shame, like this end-all be-all result, blaming yourself for it instead of seeing it as this like ebb and flow seasonal thing that there's a purpose for you might not realize right now from the perspective that you have in this moment. But in a few weeks, months, maybe years, it's all going to like make sense. You're going to be like, thank God that freaking job didn't work out, right? Maybe if you're blaming yourself for gaining weight, can you tell yourself that your dynamic with your body is changing? How freaking powerful is that? I feel like this is so aligned with the way I like to see food and body image in general. I like to tell myself that my intuitive eating, my body, weight, size, shape, the way I look in general is a seasonal experience. I'm not always going to look like this. I'm not always going to have the capacity to do yoga a few times a week as much as I would like to. Right now it is Fucking hot outside in Arizona, and I have not been taking my daily walks. I have not seen the sun in a while because it's 120 degrees Fahrenheit and my skin burns off. So I do feel a little bit heavier right now because I'm not as active. That is a seasonal experience. So I didn't fail because I didn't go on a run. My dynamic with my body is changing right now because it's summer and it's really hot outside, and I'm not going to force myself to run in 120 degree heat. This is just an example of self-talk that you can shift into. It's not a one-sided end-all be-all result. Failure is the dynamic shifting with a person, with your job, with your body, the way you eat, just in life. So many dynamics are shifting constantly. And we can embrace those instead of putting ourselves in this rigid box filled with expectations and blame and shame when we don't achieve them so what dynamics have changed for you next question the third and final one and this is something that's a little bit more reflective I do find that reflecting on the past and learning from it can really help us see differently in the present and build a different mindset for the future So I like to ask myself to recall a favorite failure. What is your favorite failure? Mine, for example, is gaining weight because when I gained 50 pounds in two months, I was absolutely disgusted with myself. But my weight gain also led to my recovery and an extraordinary amount of healing and meeting people that I otherwise wouldn't have and connecting with them over something that was so so close to my heart and so deep and vulnerable. I wouldn't trade that for the world. And then when my relationship ended in Canada and I had to move back home, I really felt like I failed. I mean, I moved back with my tail between my legs, asking my mommy if I can come live with her. I literally thought I failed. Like I, I gained a ton of weight. I failed my relationship. I literally failed school up in Canada. My first semester, I failed at paying my own bills. I failed at living on my own. I failed at not living in Arizona. And I always told myself, once I leave Arizona, I will never come back. Guess whose bitch ass lives in Arizona now? Mine. And guess what? I love it. I. Met my husband here. I built a home in the place that I used to hate. I completely redefined my relationship with an entire state, with my state of being, with who I am when I'm here. I call it home and I freaking love it. These are just two examples of my favorite failures. And there are so many more in between, small and big ones. Sometimes if my husband and I get into an argument, I'm like, oh my God, everything is failing. I'm a failure. I suck at being a wife. I can't be in this relationship. Like, We start getting so dramatic about it. And then we make up and have the most beautiful conversation and just such a deep level of mutual understanding and appreciation for each other's feelings and then i'm like i'm so glad we had that fight like we're better off as a couple now we're we're stronger i know that sounds cliche but it's true so these many failures many breakdowns lead to a breakthrough and the big failures and the big breakdowns lead to an even bigger breakthrough As long as you let yourself lean into it, embrace it, you can totally feel all the complicated feelings about it, but just know that this isn't the end. Your story isn't over. It's just this one chapter. So what is your favorite failure and how can you bring in elements from what you learned there and apply it to what you're feeling right now? Let me just end with a dramatic sip of tea. I hope this episode has helped you see the beauty of failure, if just a little bit, that's enough, that's all you need to get through, and hang in there, you're doing great, a lot better than you think you are. I'll talk to you in the next episode. One last thing before we farewell, my self-lovers. If you've been enjoying the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple or rate the show on Spotify. You can do this by searching for the show, Mary's Cup of Tea. Scroll all the way down on Apple Podcasts and you'll see stars where you can click one of the stars and leave a few kind words. It just means so much to me because I'm so behind the scenes when I'm podcasting. So I don't really get to see the impact of the show unless you leave a review. And on Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. There's just a button that says rate the show and it'll let you put however many stars you want. Your feedback helps the podcast grow. And as someone whose love language is words of affirmation, your kind words mean the world to me. Thank you so much for supporting the show and helping me spread the gift of self-love. I love you all so much and I will talk to you in next week's episode.